0: didn't know really tonight. i this is the Good morning. It's Wednesday the 8th of March. It's International Women's Day. Happy birthday Gary Newman, Jaws Brandreth, Kip Connor and Freddie Prince Jr. Tuesday saw Home Secretary Suella Braverman and PM Rishi Sunak go all out to sell their new plan to crack down on cross-channel migration. Rishi was out and about in Dover and then back at Downing Street speaking in front of a podium with Stop the Boats as he looks to fulfil one of his five promises. Then Home Secretary Suella Deville, I'm sorry, a Braverman, spoke in Parliament and outlined a plan that will see imprisonment, deportation and lifetime bans from the UK for small boat arrivals if it's made law. Anyone entering this country illegally will be detained and swiftly removed. No half measures. Labour's Shadow Home Secretary Evette Cooper is not convinced. She says the bill isn't a solution to the broken asylum system and blames the Tories for breaking the system in the first place. And there is no point in ministers trying to blame anyone else for it. Yeah. They have been in power for 13 years. The asylum system is broken and they broke it. UNHCR says the bill may well be illegal and a breach of the Human Rights Convention before former Justice Secretary Robert Buckland denies that's the case. I've had assurances that the government isn't seeking to break international law. I, I welcome that because I-, I think a lot of other countries in Europe and elsewhere are struggling with this problem. Another day, another WhatsApp leak for Matt Hancock. The lockdown files are the gift that keeps on giving. Just when we thought we'd heard it all, it's revealed that the former health secretary supported threatening to block a disability centre in a Tory MP's constituency in a bid to get him to vote for lockdown. The messages show Mr Hancock agreed to put pressure on Tory MP James Daly if he didn't vote with the government. It has not gone down well on either side with Tory MP Jake Berry calling Matt Hancock's behaviour despicable. Once you get to the point that you are weaponising the provision of care to disabled children, I think you have crossed the line. And the Daily Telegraph's associate editor, who is partially responsible for publishing these, says the messages show just how much of the lockdown strategy was for political gain. It's quite mucky, isn't it? And it shows how, at the heart of it, the, much of the lockdown approach was political as much as following the science. China has issued a thinly veiled threat to the United States as frosty relations get colder still following Joe Biden's bursting of China's balloon. China's new foreign minister, Qin Gang, spoke at a press conference warning that suppressing China won't make America great. If the United States does not hit the brakes, but continues to speed down the wrong path, no amount of guardrails can prevent derailing or a crash, and there will surely be conflict and confrontation. He also defended Beijing's close ties with Russia and said the Ukraine's crisis seemed to be driven by the invisible hand, presumably America and not NATO's, which is pushing to extend and escalate the conflict and using it to serve certain geopolitical agendas. Meanwhile, former Chief of Staff General Laura Dannett said that any new offences Russia launches will most likely fail. We may well see some form of more concerted attempt by the Russians to mount an offensive. But on the evidence of everything we've seen, it'll fail. It'll be characterized by massed infantry attacks backed up by artillery. But uh, attacking prepared Ukrainian positions, many young Russian men will lose their lives. Mexico has been battling violent drug cartels for years now, but it's rarely directly affected Americans. However, this weekend brought tragedy as four Americans who travelled to Mexico for what appears to have been a cosmetic surgery procedure were kidnapped and two of them killed. The group were discovered in a wooden house on the outskirts of the city of Matamoros following an extensive police search and huge media interest on both sides of the border. Two of the group died, a third was injured and only one was unharmed. State Department spokesperson Ned Price gave an update on the situation. We extend our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of the deceased. We thank our Mexican and U.S. law enforcement partners for their efforts to find these innocent victims, and the task forward is to ensure that justice is done. Still to go on the smart seven. Chelsea boss Graham Potter has a lucky escape, and Kate Blanchett is Oscar ready. Right after this. Chelsea boss Graham Potter had a high-pressure evening on Tuesday. He side-faced Borussia Dortmund in a must-win game at Stamford Bridge as they battled to overcome a 1-0 deficit in the second leg of their Champions League knockout game. It was a messy game with plenty of misses from the men in blue, but they managed to scramble a first goal and then after VAR drama, had a retaken penalty, got to 2-1 and managed to qualify for the quarter-finals. Boss Graham Potter sounded pretty relieved to be still alive at the end. A lot of emotion in the body as you can imagine it was uh, tense at the end but i thought the boys were fantastic certainly first half played really well create some good opportunities good chances um, just delighted for them that they can get the win and great for everybody here It's that time of year again. Award season and the Oscars are upon us this weekend. But can it beat last year's? Well, we probably shouldn't mention beating. Let's hope there's none of that this year, Hey, eh, Will Smith? <laughs> the competition for Best Female Actress is intense. And one of the favourites is Kate Blanchett, who's been tipped for Best Actress in Tar. It won't be her first Oscar and probably not her last. But it was still quite a moment when she found out she was nominated. I was actually on set... With Mark Weingarten, who got, was nominated, and Jamie Lee Curtis, who was nominated. We're all working together. Oh, wow, you were yeah. all together at the same time? Yeah, which is fabulous. And then they brought out Sheet Cake, which I think in your country, that's, the, that's a really big moment. It's the, the highest so honor. Like, of Sheet <laughs> Cake. You got a big <laughs> thing of Sheet Cake, one each. If you're fresh out a binge-worthy spy thriller series to get you through the cold snap, then look no further. Amazon Studios has lifted the veil of secrecy surrounding the upcoming sci-fi espionage series Citadel. Developed by Captain America and Avengers directors Joe and Anthony Russo and starring Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra-Jonas as elite spies, along with veteran Stanley Tucci, Citadel won't disappoint. The six-episode first season debuts with two episodes on April 28th. Hopefully, it's not still snowing by then. were... Oh was a myth who you were was citadel a spy agency loyal to no nation eight years ago we were double crossed by one of our own we've creating a new order it's only a matter of time understood and now i need your help what's going on here it's the only way This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.